Welcome to Irish Exit Everything. My name is Frank, and I've been gone for a minute, but I'm back now. So listen up right now, if you want. Um, if you're wondering what took me so long to make this episode, I was on a walkabout, a spiritual journey, if you will, and my life has been forever altered. <laughs> no, not really. Uh, I just been doing other stuff like video games and not this. Uh, anyway, let's call this the season one finale because why not? You know, this is the tenth episode. Let's wrap this up, you know? And I'm actually not just talking about podcasts. We all have to wrap this shit up eventually. So I didn't go on a walkabout, but I did go to a conference recently, and one of the speakers talked about death, which is a pretty weird topic for a marketing conference, but it actually had a strong impact on me. Um, what had happened was she asked for some audience participation. Uh, she asked everyone to raise their hand, and she's going to count down all the possibilities of what happens to you after you die. And when you hear what you believe, put your hand down. So I raised my hand. And the very first possibility, she said, put your hand down if you believe nothing happens, and it just lights out after you die. <laughs> and in an auditorium of 1,200 people, I was one of like six people that put my hand down. <laughs> and of course, when you do these things, everyone looks around to see who put their hand down. So like 1,194 people with their hands still up look at me like I'm a moron. So that made me feel awesome. Uh, but anyway, if she continues with the options, you know, put your hand down if you believe you're reincarnated, put your hand down if you believe there's an afterlife, Put your hand down if you believe you'll end up in a cake or a pie. And her whole point was that nobody truly knows what happens after you die, so be sure to live your life now to the fullest. Which is a nice sentiment, I guess, but my biggest takeaway is that 1,194 people think I'm dumb for thinking that nothing happens after you die, which is easily the most realistic assumption, right? But we live in a society where realism isn't favored over idealism, and we're not allowed to talk about it either, right? Which is crazy because there are two things in life that will always remain true. Everybody poops and everybody dies. You even poop one more time after you die. Which is embarrassing, but it's going to happen. So why is it taboo to talk about either of those things? I think maybe people, in general anyway, don't like talking about pooping because it's gross and smelly. And people don't like talking about death because it's gross and smelly. But we really need to be more open about death because it's going to happen no matter what. To put things in perspective, there's a book called As I Lay Dying by William Faulkner. Um, James Franco adapted it into a movie. Uh, I haven't seen it because it has a 41% on Rotten Tomatoes. So the book is probably better. But anyway, the overall theme of the book is that everything we do in life is to prepare for death. For example, why do we go to school? So we can get an education, which will help us get a part-time job at a coffee shop which will pay for ramen noodles and a bottle of wine on Wednesday and maybe the occasional movie night so we can kind of enjoy our lives until we die. Why do we have kids? To make carbon copies of ourselves who will keep photos of us around the house when we die. Why do we chase our dreams? So we feel like we had a purpose when we look back on our lives before we die. Do you see what I'm getting at? We spend our whole life preparing for death, so why are people so scared of it? People say they're scared of dying because of the unknown, right? What happens next? That's why people choose to believe in the afterlife, like going to heaven, because it's comforting. Oh, I get to keep living forever someplace after I die? That's perfect, I won't miss the next season of Stranger Things. 
Well, you're telling me there's a whole other life after the life I just lived? How do we know that's going to be any better? Because it's up in the clouds? Newsflash, clouds are wet. I don't want to be all soggy and pruney all the time. But maybe the afterlife isn't your thing, so you believe in reincarnation, where you're reborn into a different body on Earth, preferably a better body than the one you lived in before. Which brings me to the segment Frank Ranks, where I rank stuff in order based completely on my opinion. In this segment, I will rank the top five things I'd want to be reincarnated as. Kicking things off at number five, I'd like to be reincarnated as a puppy. Because a lot of people care more about puppies than humans. And it would be nice to be cared for. <laughs> and number four, an orangutan. Because I feel like I have a lot of the same mannerisms as an orangutan anyway. So it'd be an easy transition. And number three, Henry Cavill, because he's my man crush Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Um, on the weekends, it's a toss-up between Chris Pratt and Seth Rogen. At number two, I'd like to be reincarnated as Gandalf from Lord of the Rings, because not only is he a wizard, but that dude died, and he was reincarnated as himself with fresh laundry. So that's one chore off my to-do list. And finally, the number one body in which I'd like to be reincarnated is probably a Norwegian like any Norwegian person. I mean, those folks have it figured out. You always hear the people in the Scandinavian countries are always the happiest, so they must be doing something right. Anyway, those are my top five reincarnation draft picks, but there's always the possibility of coming back as something you don't like. And because of that possibility, people say you have to be a good person on Earth, and then you'll come back as something cool. But who's making these decisions? Even if you think you're being a good person, the reincarnation judge could be having a bad day and just be sending everyone back as literal pieces of shit. Listen, I'm not trying to throw shade on what you believe. By all means, stay true to your faith. But no matter what you think happens to your soul after you die, we should be focusing more on our physical bodies. Now, what should you do with your body after you die? Um, a lot of people choose burial, others choose cremation, but then there's burial pods. Burial pods are these biodegradable plastic shells that you put your loved one's remains in and you um, bury it in the ground and plant a sapling above it so when the shell breaks down, your loved one's remains provide nutrients to that sapling and it grows into a big beautiful tree. You may be wondering, why aren't more people talking about burial pods? Well, why would anyone want to use something that's clearly better for the environment? But let me break down why burial pods are the best option. Burial is equivalent to hoarding, you know, caskets take up space and a lot of people have died since the beginning of time, so we're gonna run out of ground eventually. And then what? We start burying up? Skyscraper mausoleums? That sounds like a haunting way to happen. No thank you. Cremation is just wasteful. You could definitely be doing something more productive with your loved one's remains. But burial pods is like recycling. Throughout your time on Earth, you used up a lot of resources, probably more than you deserved, so it's time to give back. When I die, put me in a burial pod, and when my body gives life to a big, strong tree, cut that tree down and use the wood to make toilet plunger handles. Because in this life, I was a piece of shit, so I want to help unclog other pieces of shit. You see, giving back is a beautiful thing. My point is, if we talk more often about what to do with our bodies after we die, I think it'll start to demystify death. Which brings me to my self-help advice. Irish exit your fear of your inevitable death. What's there to be scared about? You can speculate about what happens after you die, you know, you, you can believe what you want, but there is a significant chance that absolutely nothing happens when you die. 
you hear stories sometimes from people who have had near-death experiences and they, and they talk about seeing their life flash before their eyes or a bright light at the end of the tunnel or some even claim to have seen heaven before being brought back. Could they be seeing the afterlife? Maybe, but our minds do some crazy shit sometimes, especially when you've lost a gallon of blood or you haven't been breathing for 17 minutes. Who's to say they weren't hallucinating? If there's an afterlife, that's cool, but my point is, if nothing happens when you die, you won't be aware that nothing is happening because you're dead. Sure, you're missing out on stuff, but you miss out on plenty when you take three-hour naps in the middle of the day. Death is essentially the same thing as a midday nap, but unlike a nap, when you die, you won't wake up with drool all over your face wondering what time it is. Just to be clear, I'm not glorifying death. I want everybody to live a full life. But remember, everyone has to poop at some point. You can only prairie dog for so long, eventually you have to let it go. Some people have messier shits, that's true, but take comfort in knowing that your friends and family would be there to wipe your ass and flush the toilet. What happens at the end of that long, dark drain? Nobody really knows, and that's okay, but I think we can all agree that's probably more shit. Thanks for listening to this absurdity, and I hope you join me for season two. Irish exit everything. Irish exit everything.